Welcome to the Owl Once Was Lost podcast. We are the companion podcast to the free phone app for Android and Apple devices where we can get info on a missing person out and into the eyes and ears of people in the local vicinity and all in real time, meaning within minutes possibly of a disappearance or abduction. Please consider downloading the app and being a part of the solution. The more people that have the app, the better chance of locating a missing person. This report is provided by the stories of the unsolved.com where you can find a repository of many, many unsolved missing persons cases all at your fingertips. This is where we gather our case information for the podcast and we can't thank them enough for allowing us to bring the information to you. You can download the app and episode at owl oncewaslost.com and read about this and all the other missing person cases at storiesoftheunsolved.com. Please also remember that we need the simple step of hitting the five-star review, which helps us in being found in the Apple algorithms. It only takes a few seconds and we would greatly appreciate it. So we're going to have two uh, John and Jane Doe stories, or actually one John and one Jane Doe stories today. So this is the Marshall County John Doe, and on the morning of April 15th, 1997, a 17-year-old fisherman was fishing in a rural area in Marshall County, Alabama, northwest of Arab, in a creek off Eagle Rock Drive. Whilst there, he discovered a headless body with its legs bound together at the ankles with ropes and wire ties. Air fresheners were found nearby. Given the remoteness of the site, it's believed whoever dumped the body knew the local area. They had to travel down a dirt road just off Pleasant Valley Road, and they had to be aware of the creek's likelihood of flooding during rainy periods. It was determined the deceased had likely died a week prior to being found. His cause of death was either the result of being shot or stabbed, but he'd also been subjected to other severe injuries. His hands, head, and feet had been removed with a saw, while his heart and spleen had been surgically removed. It's theorized his organs were removed to hide injuries and destroy potential evidence. The remains were mummified when found, and it appeared as though he'd been killed at another site before his body was dumped at the location. From evidence found on the creek bank, it's likely he was only at the location for three days. The deceased is described as a white male between the ages of 19 and 34, and he stood at 5 foot 9 inches and weighed approximately 120 pounds. Given his head had been removed and his hair and eye color are currently unknown, however, his body hair is described as strawberry blonde. To obtain a better picture of what John Doe looked like when alive, the Marshall County Sheriff's Office partnered with Parabon Nanolabs, their report stated he was likely between 20 and 30 years of age at the time of his death, light-skinned with freckles, had blue eyes, and his hair was either dark blonde or light brown. When found, he was wearing a blue, green, and gray, vertically striped, faded glory, short-sleeved pullover, and size 32 by 30 Levi Strauss 501 jeans. It appeared he'd been redressed after his death. The sheriff's office has released a drawing of a white male senior, Cotico Creek, around the time the body was dumped. He stood at six foot one and weighed approximately two hundred and ten pounds. 
and he had black hair and a mustache. He was seen driving a 1990s model maroon Chevy truck with tinted, tinted windows and a Georgia tag. Those who saw him say he was acting nervous. The lead investigator on the case was asked if John Doe's organs could have been removed by those involved in illegal organ harvesting, to which he responded the theory couldn't be ruled out. However, he does believe it more likely his organs were removed to hide evidence. John Doe's DNA is available for comparison. Those with information regarding the identity of John Doe are asked to contact the Marshall County Sheriff's Office tip line at 256-571-7851 or the Alabama Department of Forensic Sciences at 256-539-1401. So now we're going to get into the Lincoln County Jane Doe case. On December 10th, 2020, a motorist stopped at the rest area near the H.B. Van Duzer Forest State scenic corridor when they came across a duffel bag along the banks of the Salmon River. When they looked inside, they found the remains of a female and called the authorities. The area where the remains were found is approximately 75 to 100 yards away from the rest area's parking lot, adjacent to a pile of downed trees and branches. The corridor winds through the Oregon Route 18th from Lincoln County to northwestern Polk County and sees approximately 8,000 vehicles driving it each day. It's currently unknown if the location near the rest area is where the body was dumped or if it was somewhere else downstream. Given the heavy winter rains, the area experiences. Due to the state of the remains, it's estimated Jane Doe died at least one month prior to being found. While police refused to release information regarding the manner of death, they have shared they believe it to be the result of a homicide. And due to the level of decomposition, the Oregon State Police and the Oregon State Medical Examiner's Office teamed up with Parabon Nano Labs to extract DNA and develop a picture of what she looked like when alive. It's believed Jane Doe was white with Central American ancestry, with light brown to fair skin and no freckles. She was likely between the ages of seven and nine and stood at a height of three foot ten to four foot six inches. Her weight is currently unknown. She had 12 inches to 14 inches of long, dark brown or black hair and either hazel or brown eyes. When found, she was wearing a pull-up diaper. Police don't believe she was ever reported missing by her caregivers and feel the likelihood is she hasn't been seen since November of 2020. Through the information provided by the public and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, they've been able to rule out more than 60 missing children as potentially being Jane Doe. So these are the rule outs. Addison Gibson, who went missing from Portland, Oregon on September 28, 2020, she was located alive in January of 2021. Alicia Christian Navarro, who went missing from Glendale, Arizona on September 15, 2019, was ruled out. And Bercia Terrell, who went missing from Davenport, Iowa on July 10, 2020, her remains were located in March of 2021, and 48-year-old convicted sex offender Henry Earl Dinkins has been charged with their murder. Dulce Maria Alvarez, who went missing from Bridgeton, New Jersey on September 16th of 2019. Isabella Ruth Miller Jenkins, who went missing from the Bedford, Virginia in 2010. She has been 
since located in Nicaragua, where she was living with her non-custodial mother. Israel Burks, who went missing from Bethesda, Maryland on August 30th, 2020, she has since been located alive in the company of her mother. Mildred Old Crow, who went missing from the Crow Reservation in Montana in March 2019, her remains were located on February 17th of 2021. Nia Belenga, or Crawford, who went missing from Pendleton, Oregon in September 2020, and she has been located and she is safe. Noelle Johnson went missing from Portland, Oregon in September 28, 2020. She was located alive in January 2021. Then we have Serenity June Denard, who went missing from Rapid City, South Dakota on February 3, 2019. And last but not least, Terry Latresa Price, who went missing from Gretna, Nebraska on June 11, 2020. Those with information regarding the identity of Jane Doe are asked to contact the Oregon State Police at 541-265-5354 or 800-442-0776. So that's going to do it for this episode. We'll see you on the next one.